Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! Welcome to Good Morning Football, a little home cam show for you. Not the off-season, of course. It's day two of the 2022 NFL season. My name is Adams. Thanks for waking up and joining us today. Kyle Brandt is here. Peter Schrager, Super Bowl champion. Sean O'Hara, happy St. Patrick to you and all, of course. We've got lots to get to. Lots of deals still waiting on Deshaun Watson. Will it happen during this three-hour show? Let's get to it with Ian Rappaport joining us off the top at Rap Sheet. You're probably not drinking out of a mug with your face on it like Tom Pelissero did, as I saw on uh, Twitter yesterday. But let's get to it right now. Huge day a, around the league. We will hear guy. from Carson Wentz, by the way. Yeah, that's what I figured. I knew it. Uh, Carson Wentz will be introduced to the commanders. Very excited to see what he'll say, of course. Mitchell Trubisky with the Steelers will face the media. And they have those fun intro press conferences that we rip apart and uh, and read into too much. So that'll be lots of fun. But we also have some new deals to talk about the Buccaneers and Chris Godwin included. What do you want to start with? Yeah, one of the biggest deals of free agency did not involve a free agent. Chris Godwin, who was franchise tagged by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Late last night, reached a three-year, $60 million new contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He gets $40 million fully guaranteed at signing, and Chris Godwin is going to be a free agent before he hits 30. That is a big deal as well. So much here to like for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Chris Godwin. For the Bucs, they get cap space, which is nice. Added a couple void years to the back end of his contract to create even more cap space just to fit in maybe some new free agents or some of their own guys. Obviously, that is important. And then for Godwin, he's coming off an ACL tear. So for him to get a long-term extension while dealing with this ACL tear, certainly impressive and shows confidence from the team. Meanwhile, you mentioned Deshaun Watson. Yeah, we are still waiting. Deshaun Watson is done with his meetings. He, of course, met with the Atlanta Falcons. That was yesterday. Cleveland Browns two days ago. And then the Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints. So what Watson is going to do 
is sit back and think about it. And I know everybody wants a decision. Believe me, I want a decision. The teams want a decision. There are certain high-level free agents who are being held up a little bit uh, because Deshaun Watson has not decided. But it's a big decision. He has a no-trade clause. He will decide hopefully soon, but when he is ready. So until then, we just wait. Mm-hmm. I'm intently listening to you. I'm also texting you while you talk, and I apologize for that. So look at your phone, but I'm looking at Twitter at all at the same time. I can juggle it all. Fans want to know. Craig Stockwell is saying any updates. I'm a Panthers fan. I'm hoping he signs with us. Not expecting it though, but it appears a decision has to come down soon. Keep tweeting us at GMFB Ian as we bring in the guys and uh, say bye to you for a bit. So there's a handful of teams, right? We're talking Panthers. We're talking Saints. We're talking Falcons, of course, and we're talking Browns. Does adding Deshaun Watson, Kyle, turn any of them? into Super Bowl contenders. You were so adamant that I, you went and watched the tape earlier this week, but I'm not yeah. convinced he's yep. a savior game changer. What do you think? Well, first of all, if Deshaun Watson wants to win a Super Bowl this year, he should call Brandon Bean in Western New York and say, I'll take 10 bucks to be Josh Allen's backup. That'll get him a Super Bowl. And I don't know if the Bills have 10 bucks left, but put that aside. The team's mentioning it. I'm taking the Browns off the list to make a Super Bowl contention because they're in the varsity. They're in the AFC. But I would look at the Saints. The Saints are the obvious one. We've talked about them all week. I feel like we've talked about them for months, but maybe not for the obvious reasons. You already know. He knows about Kamara. He knows allegedly Michael Thomas is coming back. If I want to land Deshaun Watson and convince him why it would be different in New Orleans, here's the video I show him. I sit him down and I say, Deshaun, look at this. This is the Tom Brady destruction video. There's pretty much nothing we can say about Brady at this point that doesn't take, make, take away from his life being perfect. The Saints defense is one of them, and yes, he beat them in the playoffs, but we're going to play this guy twice this season at least, and our defense knocks the crap out of him. So you can go and you can look at Carolina and all these alleged promises they're going to do, and Falcons this, Falcons that. We got a great defense. We are in the South. We are in a dome, and we kick the hell out of the GOAT. We're the guys who can get him. That's why you should be the Saints, and that's why I think the Saints would, could be a Super Bowl contender if they get Watson five minutes from now, which hopefully they will, Sean. Kyle, my Irish twin, I love it. I'm co-signing on this. And when you look at the Saints, the destruction of Tom Brady, look, they, they shut him out last year in week 15. That was the first time Tom Brady's been shut out, I think, since he was in high school. So, yeah, absolutely. If you're Deshaun Watson, you're looking at all these teams, you're like, man, this is my, this is it. This is my best opportunity. I'm rolling with the Saints. And I think the other thing, too, with Deshaun Watson, the explosive plays, they're, they're going to be there. Yeah, the Alvin Kamara's, like you mentioned, the Mike Thomas. But for Deshaun Watson... Like, when has he ever played with a great offensive line? Look, Teron Armstead is a free agent for the Saints right now, so there's there's a gaping hole at left tackle if they don't sign him back. But if you're Deshaun Watson, to be able to play behind this offensive line and to be able to be protect, protected, the last two seasons that we saw Deshaun Watson play, he was the most sacked quarterback in the league. And this is a guy that, that can get free in a phone booth right here. So it's not like he's not athletic. I, I think for him, that, that had to be would have to be music to his ears. If he's talking to his agent saying, like, where are we looking at? Um, you mentioned the, the, the Browns. I, I think that that division, absolutely, I agree. That that's a slobber knocker of a division right there. And I, I don't really know if, if that's the, the, the fast track to get into the Super Bowl. Uh, Deshaun Watson, um, the, the playoffs are kind of must feel like a far off distant place for him. You know, if he won eight games, that, that must have that that's double what he's used to winning down in Houston. So mm-hmm. uh, I like the Saints. Let's go marching in. 
I, you know, I, I look at the Browns situation, and I don't think the Browns are, are so far off. I think two years ago they went to the AFC yeah. divisional round, and Baker played fine, and, and they were in that game with Kansas City till the very end, and Chad Henney pulls that run out of, out of his you-know-what, and they find a way to win, and it's like, what if the Browns had won that game? And then you go into the next round, and okay, what if the Browns were playing in the AFC Championship game against the Bills? Could they have beaten them? Maybe. Uh, so last year, Browns, not great. Injured quarterback. We had COVID situations where we're playing on Monday nights and we're supposed to play on Sunday. We cancel games on Sunday. You still took the Packers to the absolute limit on a Saturday afternoon game on Christmas Day, and they would have been in the playoff punt if they'd done that. Uh, I don't know if Deshaun Watson himself can do any of it for any of these four teams, and it's not against the four teams. I don't know what we're yeah. getting with Deshaun Watson. He hasn't played for a year. And I think it's a really interesting thing that we're like, hey, drop Deshaun Watson and then you're getting the same version of him as you got in 2020. Um, I'm curious to see what version we get. But I look at the Browns roster. I might argue Browns roster with a, with a consistent head coach who's a coach of the year and going into year three, as opposed to this Dennis Allen, Pete Carmichael Jr. We think it's going to be like the Saints of old, but we're not sure. But we promise you it's not going to be the... Dennis Allen Raiders, and it's probably not going to be the Pete Carmichael year when he had to fill in when Sean Payton was out for Bounty Gate for the bounties that they put. I mean, all this stuff. There's a lot of question marks with the Saints still. And you mentioned Teron Armstead, Sean. We talked about him a lot on this show. He's a really important piece to that offensive line. So I don't know yeah. if, if, if Deshaun Watson's making anybody a Super Bowl contender, but I will say this. I, I think that the, the, the Browns are not that far off from being right in the thick of things in the AFC right again. And, and Deshaun Watson is probably an upgrade from Baker Mayfield. And that's what you need. I'll say it again. Deshaun Watson, to me, not a savior because he hasn't proven that. He doesn't he, – can he elevate a team? Yes, but that team has to be loaded. That's why I want the most loaded team strikes, and it is the Browns. You look at the Saints and the questions, and you mentioned Sean Payton. If Sean Payton was there, sure, I think he would edge it in his favor and what he could do with Deshaun Watson. But there's questions about Michael Thomas who we haven't seen in like two years. How about Alvin Kamara? What's going on with Alvin Kamara off the field? And with the numbers game, and I know they can make it happen and move around decimal points and all of that, but who else do you have to unload from that roster so you can afford Deshaun Watson and make him happy? There's just too many question marks for me with the Saints. The Falcons, no Ridley, no Gage, potentially no Cordell, Cordell Patterson. He's, of course, up to. Uh, do, do they have what it takes with Kyle Pitts around him? They were impressive last year. I don't know what that would look like. So I really look at the Panthers and the Browns as the options for him as far as a Super Bowl contender. I don't think he, you know, he, he won four games with this Texans team that didn't have much around it in 2020. That Texans team with two different quarterbacks who are not big names, who are not elite players, also won four games. He hasn't proven that he can do that. I know the Browns division is tougher maybe than the other two, though Brady is back with the Bucks. Uh, but I think it's a it's a high ask to be a Super Bowl contender and he hasn't proven that he is a savior like some other guys, like a Russell Wilson, Tom Brady-esque effect that we have seen. Okay, no better place for every deal. By the way, Shrags, quickly, we're saying four suitors. Is this it? It's one of these four? Are we hearing any other names? Anybody running out? Uh, or is this kind of it? As of now, and Ian's right. We, we thought might get an answer last night, but now Watson's camp is saying they're, they're mulling it over. We might find out today. And as this happens, the Texans, they might say, okay, maybe we can use this team against this team and get even more for Deshaun Watson. So it's actually mm. three parties involved. It's the suitors, it's Deshaun Watson's camp, and then you've got the Texans who actually hold the keys and they don't have to trade them to anybody. Okay, quick math. 
The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. been crazy man crazy uh four hours um going back and forth man a lot of things that i love in la but i just wanted to let you know i'm coming to buffalo bills mafia what's good is 40 open <laughs> rap sheet joining us now von miller a big time deal with the buffalo bills two-time super bowl champ goes to the afc east probably makes them uh, the clear favorite there i don't know we'll talk about the afc in a bit and then we of course uh, had other pass rushing news as well what can you tell us yeah let's start with the von miller news and, and that video you know was was pretty important to him believe it or not he wanted to do that he wanted to speak to the fans directly and announce himself this was a huge deal for the buffalo bills and, and for von miller he gets a six-year $120 million new contract with the Buffalo Bills, which is a massive number. Most important number, he averages $17.5 million over the first four years, which is about what Chandler Jones got with the Raiders. More on that in a second. For Von Miller, it sounded like he really was torn. Earlier in the day, I was pretty convinced teams involved were convinced he was headed back to the Los Angeles Rams. 
Then he informed the Rams that he was going to the Bills, and then they started fighting. Sean McVay got on the phone, and everyone was talking to him and trying to pull him back into the fold. Someone who they traded for was such a key part of their Super Bowl. In the end, he chooses Buffalo over L.A. Meanwhile, staying in the pass rush market, Chandler Jones, the pro bowler from the Arizona Cardinals, he lands with the Las Vegas Raiders, gets a three-year deal worth $52.5 million. And there's so much to like here for the Las Vegas Raiders, who, by the way, have Josh McDaniels, who got to know Chandler Jones well from their time in New England. This was a priority for them, adding pass rush. And the reason that they needed to add pass rush because right after this deal was done, they traded Yannick Ngakwe to the Indianapolis Colts to bolster their pass rush. Appreciate you with the updates, Ian. Uh, the AFC really needed more star power. Let me tell you, wow, what an embarrassment of riches on both sides of the ball. Uh, appreciate you, Sean. I'm going to go to you on this. Does the addition of Von Miller, a bona fide Super Bowl champion, make the Bills the AFC favorite? Yeah, I love that video from Von Miller. What you got on my 40, dog? Look, the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. right? I, w- when you think about the mascot of the Buffalo Bill, I, an American bison, I, I'm going there. You know what I think mm-hmm. about? I think about that's big game. In hunter speak, the bison is big game. I got a video game down in my basement called Big Game Hunter. And when they delivered it and I yeah. turned it on, there was already a high score on there and it was Vaughn Miller. So like an arcade? That's the whole point with bringing Vaughn Miller to the Buffalo Bills. He is a big game hunter and nobody seems to do it best. Nobody seems to do it better than Vaughn Miller when it's a playoff game, when it's a Super Bowl. That, that, that's the whole thing. That, 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 that's exactly why you go out and get a guy like Von Miller. We've been pounding on the table at GMFB at Four World Trade Center for for the last few days for the Bills to make a move. Go get one of these guys that can win you in the game in the fourth quarter with the game on the line. Finish it. We don't need 13 seconds and a botched kickoff. Von Miller's going to seal the deal for us right now. He's a big game hunter. I love it. I love what it represents for Buffalo. They got some work to do. You got to get there. But now it's not about the division. It's about winning the big game in the playoffs. Forget about the AFC East. I I think that they are going to handle business with that. Obviously, they got work to do with that. But Vaughn Miller, he's going to help them finish off the big game. It's a great take, and I think a lot of people think this is the finishing touch, especially after what what they did mm. against the Chiefs. Go back and forth. They didn't have the defensive stop at the end. I'll take you a little bit behind the scenes as well. Ian hit on a lot of that. Yesterday was not only just a couple phone calls, but Sean McVay was on the phone with Von Miller three different times, and Von Miller was going back and forth and back and forth. At the end of the day, the Rams couldn't match that money. That money's real that the, that the, the Bills are offering him, and the Rams did not have that in their war chest, and they tried to get up to that point, and at the end of the day, Von isn't going to some you know team that's not going to be a contender. Everyone respects the fact that Von Miller is playing for the Buffalo Bills, which is a team that's probably one step away from a Super Bowl also. He's going to go pursue that, and I think he is the finishing touch to whatever they were looking for on defense. Also, a little added part of that, he can now be a mentor to guys like Boogie Basham and to guys like Greg Rousseau, who came in last year as rookies and were asked to like, hey, go go be NFL pass rushers because you were drafted in the first, second round. Now those guys have a mentor that they can really work on. Now, as for the Rams side of it, they'll use that money. They had a whole bunch of money that they were allotted to give to Von Miller. They expected that that money would go to Von Miller. When Von Miller chose to live in Western New York over Los Angeles, there are no problems there. Okay, we love the guy. We tried our hardest. He knows we tried. 
they will use that money elsewhere, whether that be a free agent pass rusher or that means breaking off guys like Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup over the next few years. But yes, they, they were very disappointed to lose Von Miller in Los Angeles because of what he's meant to that team, even in that short period he was there. But gosh, Brandon Bean and the Bills, congratulations this morning. You're getting an all-time pro in Von Miller, and I think he makes an immediate impact. And I think the Bills... They might be my Super Bowl pick in the AFC based on what they did last year and then adding Vaughn Miller to that defensive front. It's really fun, Peter, and it's really exciting. And the AFC is such a party. This is a luxury item for the Bills. They, they were likely going to be a lot of Super Bowl picks next year without Vaughn Miller. This is just something they said, screw it. We're, we're going to do It's like something that, that Jared and Trent would talk about, having a walk-in humidor in your private jet. <laughs> they have Vaughn Miller and a lot of money. And it's probably already the most exciting, most glamorous, most dynamic free agent the Bills have ever signed, ever. I mean, we're talking about London Fletcher, Takeo Spikes, Mario Williams, old T.O. This is Von Miller coming to Buffalo to hunt two or three quarterbacks in the playoffs. And here's what I would say to Bills fans, when you see the numbers, and you're like, oh my God, that's a lot of money. It is. And I would just encourage everybody to be patient because Von Miller is not going to have 18 sacks this year. He's just not. And he may not have any in the first five games or six. But it is the idea that he's going to make five or six plays in three or four games in January and close this thing. And I love that the Bills did this. I mean, it is a lot of money for an older player. I totally get it. But they said, we got to win this thing. Enough. Enough, enough of losing to all these AFC teams, enough of losing to the Chiefs. Let's do something nuts. I saw there was, there was a meme that made me laugh from um, Tailgate Beers. And they, it was a Bills fan site. And they're like, here's Brandon Bean explaining how the salary cap works. And it's, and it's, it's a McConaughey and Wolf Walsh. It's Fugazi. It's Fugazi. It's Awazi. It's, 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 it's fairy. It isn't real. It doesn't exist. Yeah. And it does kind of feel that way. But my God, I, I, I will say it again. I think they were the AFC favorite before they added Von Miller. Before. And now that they are, look out. The guy still has it. And all they need is like four good games out of him. You know what else is expensive? Parades and trophies and diamond rings. And they just threw all the money in New York. New York I'm proud of you. I love you. Yeah, he's won Super Bowls, of course. He's turning 33 next week. And this could, I mean, the AFC is so loaded that it could come down to who's healthiest at the end of it. The big advantage to me is the path in the division, the North and the West are absolute gauntlets and are going to beat themselves up. I don't think that there's a team in the AFC East at this stage that is going to challenge the Bills into running the AFC East. Uh, Let me see that T-shirt, though, Kyle. What do we, come on, you got to show show it off while we're talking about him. Adams. This says Mafia Mount Up, and there's going to be another one that says Pay Up, because they're just going to buy it all. They're, they're just going to buy their way to a defense. That defense was awesome last year. It was one of the best in the league. It would be this year, too. And they said, eh, we need a hood ornament. Let's throw 120 mil around. It's so anti-Buffalo. And the fact that we showed that video of Vaughn, he's like, here I am in L.A. And he's got this beautiful brick driveway, and there's palm trees, and it's about 78 degrees. He's and leaving he is moving to western New York. They had to make it undeniable. It's amazing. And that was really the news yesterday. Chandler Jones now in the AFC West. So is Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson as well. And yes, Russell Wilson, who was officially introduced yesterday in Denver. Our very own James Palmer caught up with the new Broncos QB. And they talked about the stacked division. 
How about this division? It's kind of an arms race in the AFC West. Guys keep coming today. Chandler Jones follows you into the division. But you'd like to thrive in, in competition, in big games. Kind of run me through your thought process of what the games will be like this season because all eyes right now in the league are on the AFC West. The tougher the better. It gets you ready for the whole thing, the big, the big one the, for the Super Bowl. I think it gets you ready for those big moments. And so, uh, you know, I've always played in tough divisions. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I'm looking forward to the opportunity. You always ended Go Hawks at the end of your press. What are you going to say now that you're a Denver Bronco? Have you decided yet? I didn't yeah, hear yeah, one at the end of the press conference. We're going to Broncos country. Let's ride. Take it. Enjoy it. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Broncos country, let's ride. I hadn't heard that before. James Palmer, Jimmy Palmtree, is living the best life right now. He's so thrilled, of course, to have Russell there because it instantly makes them a threat to the hierarchy of the AFC West. So let's talk about this, guys, and bring you in, Peter. Uh, I love the winner mentality. I hate loser mentality. I don't want to go to this division because it's tough. Could not have loved his response more. But which AFC West team do you think is the biggest threat to the Chiefs? To quote Russell Wilson, let's ride. I think it's the Broncos. I think it's that guy right there. And you mentioned James Palmer. James Palmer is a good case study for for what the Broncos have been because James Palmer lives in Denver, yet you see him on our network live from Houston, live from Tampa, live from Cincinnati, a lot of times live from Kansas City. It's because the Broncos, his hometown where he lives, have not been relevant enough for James Palmer to be there stationed. Now that Russell Wilson is, well, this isn't Brock Osweiler and this isn't Trevor Simeon. This is a guy who said yesterday at his press conference he wants to play 10 to 12 more years and wants to win three or four more Super Bowls. Gosh, it is hard to not feel the charismatic pull of Russell Wilson, even at his press conference yesterday, the way he spoke, the way he talked about what the Broncos organization is, and it's already playing an immediate impact. I can tell you, DJ Jones, a little-known defensive tackle from the San Francisco 49ers, hit his first big contract and had a market, a real market, with teams wanting to to bring him in, saying this guy is an underrated gem. He took money from the Broncos, but he might have been offered more money elsewhere. I'll just say that because of the Russell Wilson factor. Randy Gregory, two days ago, of course, all the contract verbiage with the Cowboys played a major role in it. But you better believe if he was debating between Denver Broncos being left by quarterback X and the the Dallas Cowboys, probably was going to Dallas. But when you put Russell Wilson in that conversation, it becomes that much easier decision. When Peyton Manning got there to Denver, it wasn't just Peyton mm-hmm. Manning. He was able to bring Demarcus Ware. He's been able to bring Aqib Talib, Emmanuel Sanders, Wes Welker. I think that's the Russell effect. And, and I got to say, as much as I love what the Raiders and the Chargers are doing, Russell Wilson has been there, and he is a 32-year-old quarterback on a mission. I love the addition of Russell Wilson, and I think that team is built really well. Everywhere else outside quarterback leading into this offseason, they didn't just get a quarterback. They got a Super Bowl champion and a guy who's ready to take apart the league. Yeah, Peter, it's all it's great stuff. I, I wasn't sure if, if Russell was going to go with mount up like like Kyle has on his shirt right there, but let's ride. No doubt about it, Broncos fans can't wait for that ride. I tell you, what I can't wait to see is Russell Wilson with these receivers, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick. This is going to be a, a great cast to watch what Russell Wilson does with these guys. And so many times last year, you would see Cortland Sutton streaking down the sideline wide open and the ball is overthrown or underthrown or – you know, just a misfire between these great receivers and the quarterback. So I think offensively, Denver is a great option. 
But I feel like the Chargers are what they have done defensively puts them at the top of the list to to take down Patrick Mahomes and these Chiefs. Look, we talked so much about Khalil Mack and what he's doing teaming up with Joey Bosa, but the front end and the back end are so important. Look what the what the Chargers have done on the back end. I know they've struggled to stop the the run uh, last season, but when by bringing in J.C. Jackson, now pairing him up with Asante Samuel Jr. and having Derwin James in the middle of that field. Look, you've got guys to, to terrorize the quarterbacks in that division, but this secondary now and with J.C. Jackson, I'm, I'm really curious to see how this plays out in slowing down some of these deep balls that we know Mahomes and Russell Wilson with his moon ball love to uncork. Uh, I, I think this Chargers secondary might be getting overlooked because of what they're doing up front. This Chargers get overlooked for a lot of things, Sean. I agree. And first of all, as far as Russell Wilson saying, well, the tougher the better for the division, great. That's a really cool soundbite and that's a leader and everything. Just don't look up and find out you went to, uh, you know, one and five in the division because the too many good quarterbacks and was that mm. good. And as far as him saying... Well, you know, um, it gets you ready for the, for the playoffs, the tough division. For years, Russell Wilson was in a division with terrible Rams teams, terrible Niners teams, terrible Cardinals teams. I think this is a whole new deal for him. I really do. And so we're going to find out what he's made of. As far as Mahomes, it's an awesome setup right now. As far as who's going to catch the Chiefs and be the one playing in the AFC Invitational, just bring it up. This, this is the, what I call you know, the, the six horsemen. You want to ride... Here they come, Patrick. This is the price you pay for being that good and that talented. There's the Raiders guys on the left. We have some Chargers in the middles and then a couple of Broncos on the right. Chubb who's been injured and Gregory who ran away from the Cowboys who could be with Denver. I think it's the answer in the middle. I agree with you, Sean, and say it's Bosa and Matt coming after Mahomes. First of all, the Chargers beat the Chiefs last year. The Broncos haven't beaten the Chiefs in seven years. Seven so Russell Wilson is amazing. He's going to change things. Don't get me wrong. I love him. But you don't just flip a switch and start beating the Chiefs every single year. And as far as the Raiders are concerned, if Chandler Jones makes them 40 points better, then they got the Chiefs. Then they're set. They are, they are <laughs> good to go. If he makes them 30 points better, I think they still probably lose because they did not belong in the same stadium last year as the Kansas City Chiefs. These are just facts. So you eliminate the Broncos, you eliminate the Raiders, you go to the Chargers, who almost got them twice and lost the second one in overtime. I think it's the guys in the baby blue uniforms. Compelling by everyone. Russell Wilson, of course, makes them a threat. But to Kyle's point, which I very much agree with, we have not seen it happen. We have seen the gap close on the field by the Chargers. They took care of business against them in week three. And then week 15, we all remember that epic overtime loss. Were they a J.C. Jackson? Were they a Khalil Mack play away from taking down and sweeping the Chiefs last year? More importantly, the gap is closing. That's something we can all agree on. Who's the biggest threat? Take your pick. Fine. But the thing is, Tyron Matthew is gone. Melvin Ingram was huge for them down the stretch. He is also a free agent. So why they, and Triggs, I'd love your opinion on this, while they're trying to keep everyone in Kansas City, and I'm not saying they won't add anybody. Maybe an Allen Robinson finds his way on their roster. Jarvis Landry would be very interesting there. Every other team in the West has really... They, let's ride whatever he said like they're they, they are all building up and uh it, it's a difference of focusing on maintaining versus absolutely arming up to take them out the gap's closing yeah they were able to restructure deals obviously with uh frank clark and a few other guys they orlando brown was a huge move for them before the free agency period started i'll just say this 
that Mahomes is wired differently. And I can only imagine him watching yeah. the four of us say all these other teams are better and all this. Mahomes is the X factor. And, you know, as great as Russell Wilson is, Mahomes has been a better quarterback the last five years in the league. So he's the ultimate X factor in this thing. And it did not end well for them. And I don't think anyone in that building has a anything but a sour taste in their mouth with the way that thing went with Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game at home. So I'm curious to see. Last year it was, oh, the Super Bowl ended poorly. Let's come out on a rampage and show the league. And it didn't come out that way. They came out slow out of the gates. This year... Losing a playoff game at home and now everyone picking other teams? I'd like to think they're going to come out even more motivated than before. It's well said. Now we're all waiting on Deshaun Watson. He's not going to the AFC West. At least we don't think he is. There's some suitors. There's four of them. Where does he end up? We're going to break it down on the show today. Teron Armstead still not signed anywhere. He's the NFL.com number one free agent. Bell of the ball. So Sean O'Hara is going to be breaking him down. We've got so much going on today. And you got to watch NFL Network, Free Agency Frenzy. We've got all the blockbuster moves for all 32 teams. Ian Rappaport on deck to give us all the insights. Von Miller, what does it mean? He goes to Buffalo. Are they favorites in the AFC? It continues today at 1 p.m. Eastern, right after our show, right here on NFL Network. Now, the NCAA tourney is about to kick off. Shrags, what do you got? Well, you know, Notre Dame had an amazing double overtime win last night, and we're talking basketball, but stop. Better believe that these schools in the NCAA tournament have some football tradition. What's up, Virginia Tech? You ready? It is an 11 seed. We'll get into it. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. That's my day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. If I look a little hazy this morning, it's because I was up all night checking my phone for Deshaun Watson updates, but also was up all night watching a double overtime thriller between Notre Dame and Rutgers where the Fighting Irish got the best of the Scarlet Knights in college basketball. Yes, it is tourney time. And in honor of tourney time, Ooh. we thought we would have some fun with some of the big programs and some of the matchups that you're going to see this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon in the tournament. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to show you guys at home and my fellow hosts, Sean and Kyle, one of the big matchups in the NCAA tournament, all right? And then we're going to see who are the best football players, NFL players, to come from those respective schools. And then we're going to break it down, and we're going to see who we would pick in our bracket. We're calling this one right here five on five. And let's get it started, because Kyle, tomorrow afternoon we've got a 7-10 matchup that I cannot wait for. Seven seed, USC, the Trojans. Ten seed, the Miami Hurricanes. Guess what? That might be an all right basketball matchup. I couldn't tell you who's going to win that one. But how about the football traditions between USC and Miami? For the sake of the show, we brought down five names. And this could be debated by those alumni. You forgot Sean Taylor. What are you talking about? You forgot. Hey, how do you not include Reggie Bush? We're talking NFL careers. The five best is what we came Where's up Jeff with. Where's Jeff Eagles? Sorry, Warren We love you. We, we went with Cortez. Sorry, Eagles. Kyle. I just get, I get like tingly with that, even those 10 names on the screen. Who's got the better team? I know. Miami? Oh my gosh. Or USC? Peter, this is so fun. Good luck. All right, this is so fun. Just the fact that we have those logos on the screen. Um, and I am, if I'm home, I'm screaming these guys about Reggie Bush. I don't, Reggie Bush, if you took the college all-time top five, never mind USC's, is there. And yet, Peter, do this for me. Uh, take your thumb, take your other thumb, put them together, and then go like that. Because I'm going to the U Ooh, based baby. on Jim Kelly and company in the starting lineup. But you know what? Look over at the bench on the Hurricane squad and look at the Energizers on the bench. You're looking at these guys not in the starting five. Ezra and James, Frank Gore, Vince Wilfork, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Jeremy Saki. And I love the old timers. Veteran leadership on this Miami squad. Peter, we got Alonzo Highsmith. We got Brian Blades. We got Benny Blades. We got all the Blades. And I think they have the win here as we look at Ray Lewis. Just do Ray Lewis things. Representing the U who gets the victory and advances over a scrappy Trojans team. Can I see that 10? Can I see those 5 yeah, on 5 again? Down. Producers, I would love it. We, let, me, let me see this one more time. I just want to see the names because, I mean, those yeah. last two names might be two of the best defensive players in the history of the sport. Michael Irvin might be. I mean, and then you look on at the other side? side, it's like Munoz. Munoz. I mean, we're talking about the best left tackle in the history of the game. And Marcus Allen. I mean, Ronnie Lott might be the best safety. How do you go? I mean, how do you pick this? Sean, what do you got? I know. I mean, I, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I lo- I, the intimidation factor alone from the U, no doubt about it, the pregame hypes, the dunks, all that stuff, I think the U would own all that. But, yeah, I mean, you got Ray Lewis and, and Junior Seau. Uh, I, I mean, th- th- that's an unbelievable discussion right there in defenders. And I will say there, there's a name on the right that, that I think – could be like the sixth man off the bench right there. Willie McGinnis, all right? He still holds the record for the most sacks uh, in, yep. in, ever in yep. Super Bowl history. That dude was a stud out of USC. He could have played Division One basketball, too. He was hanging from the rafters uh, out there in Long Beach coming out. So shout out to my Irish twin, uh, Irish brother, Willie Mack. Uh, I tell you what, the, the, the trash talk that would have been going on between these two basketball teams right there and football teams, phenomenal. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And and we've got to move on to our next matchup here. Okay, our next one here. Sneaky matchup. We've got a 6 and an 11 here. We've got the 6-seeded Texas Longhorns versus the 11-seeded Virginia Tech Hokies. Now, you think big programs. You might think Texas in a walk, but you break out the top five. I don't know about this. Sean, you were a Big East guy for years at Rutgers. You played against the Hokies. I'm looking at our colleague D'Angelo Hall. I'm looking at Michael Vick. And then I'm... Sean, break it down. Yeah, I played against Michael Vick, and, and man, I tell you what, playing down in Blacksburg, Virginia, was something else. I tell you what, the Hokie fan, uh, the, the 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 audible sound anytime they made a great play, the Hokie. I don't know if anybody knows what a Hokie is. It's a castrated turkey. Uh, there you go. You're welcome. But the sound that it makes is awful. It does sound <laughs> castrated, like it's nice. castrated, and over and over and over Love again. Castration. Every time Michael Vick would score, and I think I think we lost to them 62 to 10. So we heard that noise a lot. But, yeah, I mean, for the Hokies, you look at that whole list, and let me, let me run down through a couple of the other names. Antonio Freeman, D. Hall, our colleague. How about Boom Boom Cam Chancellor coming downhill? Dwayne Brown's still doing it. Had left tackle. He's a free agent right now. Holler at your boy. He's looking for a contract. Um, let's not forget about Bruce Arians. All right, let's not forget about okay. uh, Jim Pine, one of my favorites. I think Bruce Smith went to Virginia Tech, didn't he? I think he's a Hokie. Um, what an unbelievable yeah, cast is. right there. You think maybe Bruce Smith just not included? Phenomenal, phenomenal players. Maybe. Yeah, he should be on this list. Um, and then when you look at the other side, I mean, the Hook'em Horns. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody has, till this day, tackled Earl Campbell. Uh, and then not to be outdone by Earl Thomas. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal group of running backs right there from UT. Earl Campbell, Jamal Charles, and Priest Holmes. I tell you what, that's got fast break mm-hmm. written all over it. Yep. Kyle, what do you say? Go ahead, Peter. Uh, I think that the Longhorn squad is going to have to do a box and one on Michael Vick. I would probably be, you know, Peter, there's always these controversies about the seeding and the bracketology and everything. I think there could be some justifiable um, frustration in, 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 with the Virginia Tech community that uh, Bruce Smith was not included. He did have 200 sacks <laughs> in the National Football League. I think he could probably get some it's floor like the, the Matumbo. 200 sacks. <laughs> So it might have been an oversight. He was was like Matumbo in the paint. Like, get that out. Yes, that's right. I think the selection committee of these squads uh, could be uh, under some investigation as well. Sean Taylor not being included in the Miami thing. Yeah, Judy Batista, we got your tweet. I think you got a case to be made as well. Um, All right. When we do Notre Dame, when we do Notre Dame next, can can we get Joe Montana on the squad or did we forget him? Like, what what, what do we got? (laughs) No, but we got Rudy Rudy. If you're watching, we've already... 
Bruce, we've already forgot about you. Von Miller's the greatest pass rusher in Buffalo Bills history, apparently. We don't even talk about you anymore. Sorry, Bruce Smith, for being omitted on this one. Um, all right, our next matchup. Let's get to it. I love it. Of course we didn't include Bruce Smith. It wouldn't be a Good Morning Football segment if we didn't have one mistake. Um, let's get right through this here. Notre Dame, Notre Dame wins last night, beats Rutgers. Sorry, Jersey. Sorry, Rutgers. Although I couldn't imagine my friends from Jersey, like choosing between Rutgers and Notre Dame is like so Sophie's choice for them. Um, they go into this one, and now Trace. they're playing Alabama. All right. Yeah. What's up, yeah. Sean? Rutgers grad. What do you got? Uh, can, can I? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, last night, look, Ron Harper banks a three to go into overtime. I mean, uh, Scarlet Knights were on fire, but they actually lost the game at 12.02. So, technically, it was on St. Patrick's Day. Who scheduled the game okay. against the Fighting Irish on St. Patrick's Day? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Come on, Scarlet. All right, we jumped the gun, man. Ron Harper Jr. Good take. Yeah, sorry. Save that for Twitter. It was a good take. We're trying to do a TV show here, Sean. Uh, Kyle, what do you got in this matchup? I just can't wait till we get Michigan out here and and, uh, the quarterback is Elvis Gerback. No, all right, Peter, uh, it's a stout, stout team on the left for the Irish. Uh, I mean, there's really no weaknesses. And I like that we have an offensive lineman who I feel like is underrepresented. Uh, the problem is, is we were really generous with the Alabama squad, including two quarterbacks from bygone eras when we could have just included all wide receivers and linebackers. Peter, we saw this in the national title game about several years ago, and I think Eddie Lacy just ran over Manti Teo again for the 70th time. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the roll tied here as much as I love the Irish. Sean, take us home. Yeah, g- g- give me Notre Dame right there. I'm going to add a couple offensive linemen there. I, I want I want this Notre Dame fighting Irish. They were going to foul out. Like, there's at least five guys that fouled out. Give me, I, we got Quentin <laughs> Nelson on that list right there. I'm, I'm going to add, yeah. um, I'm going to add Zach Martin to this list. I'm going to add Aaron Taylor and I'm going to add Chris Zorich. All right. I think at running point guard, we have Tony Rice. Um, was Rocket Ismail on that list? I, 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 didn't, I didn't see no. his name on that list. Rocket Ismail. I don't think anybody can cover Rocket Ismail on a basketball court or a football field. So give me the Fighting Irish right there, and it's not just because it's St. Patrick's Day. Okay, I wanna I wanna apologize to Troy Polamalu. He was not included on the USC list. I want to apologize <laughs> yeah. to countless NFL superstars who have not been included. Bruce Smith, Troy Polamalu, you have your gold jackets, but you did not make our five-on-five segment. Our apologies. It's not a true St. Patrick's Day if you don't have to apologize to somebody. Free agencies in March. St. Patrick's Day is in March, so of course there's a pot of gold sort of thing that happens. And while the, while the world, or at least college campuses across our country, are celebrating St. Patrick's Day, we thought we would weave it into our show. Each of us are going to pick a team who found their pot of gold. We'll tell you what they did, why yeah. they did it in free agency, resigned, traded, whatever. And we want to get to that other side of the rainbow, Peter Schrager and Sean O'Hara and Kyle Brett. This is Good Morning Football on home campus today, but we're getting it done. And Schrager's pick a team, any team. Oh, Sean, Sean's right. going to go first. And do I do Oh, Sean's going first? Oh. Sean, dig in, baby. You go. Oh, Harry should be doing this first. Dig in. All right. I get luck to go first. Luck, luck of the Irish. Thank you, uh, Miss Adams, a sweet lassie you are. Listen, when yeah. Chargers fans <laughs> are looking for a good luck charm, they don't need to look any further than somebody from Chicago, which is no doubt celebrating a wonderful day and looking for their own pot of gold. The Chargers have found some lucky charms. They're always out to get me lucky charms, but now we've got Khalil Mack. All right, defensively, we're going to pair him with 
Joey Bosa, are you kidding me right now? I think when you look at what the Chargers have done defensively up front, all right, that's the splash in the pot. That, all right, that's the splash of the pot of gold. But they also brought in Sebastian Joseph Day. They brought in Austin Jackson to kind of shore up the middle of that defense to help out with the run game. And listen, the Chargers struggled in the run game and on third down. And you know what the best way to get off the field on third down is? Get off the field on second down. So they brought in J.C. Jackson, who's going to create all kinds of takeaways. I said they always had to give me lucky charms. That's how what Patrick Mahomes is going to be saying every time he throws an interception to J.C. Jackson. And I think with him paired with Asante Samuel and Derwin James, this is a lot of fun right here. I think that rainbow is shining bright right now in Los Angeles. I think we all know that... In reality, it's fool's gold, but for the Chargers, they found that real gold. <laughs> My man. I, I, I appreciate the effort, Sean. Um, you went 90% and then you suddenly said the name Sebastian Joseph Day and regular Sean voice. What, you don't give the, you don't yeah, give the yeah, leprechaun yeah. voice or the... What happened, Sean? Why'd you give up midway through? You, you had it, you went for the bit, and then you gave up. What happened? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's tough to stay in character when you're not properly hydrated on said day. So, <laughs> Sebastian Joshin Day, a, a, a Rutgers Scarlet Knight, a fine lad. Uh-huh. Yes. The, uh, the, the, I don't know, the Irish, the Irish accent. I don't even, does anybody really know what it is? It, it changes, you know, depending you on tell what us. time of day it is. Your last name is O'Hara, and you're asking me what your uh, look. No, I don't know what it is. Um, I like the music. I love the attire. I love St. Patrick's Day. I love what it stands for. And I think truly yeah. St. Patrick's Day is about giving people the world an excuse to have fun for a day. Imagine that. Uh, stay off Twitter, folks. Um, I would say this. The Denver Broncos got <laughs> a pot of gold. And in that pot of gold was Mr. Russell Wilson. This is, look, we could talk about Deshaun Watson and do flips all we want. Deshaun Watson hasn't really won anything in this league. Great college quarterback and is an emerging pro quarterback with a very uh, interesting uh, trade market right now, considering we don't know how long the league is going to suspend him once he once he does get traded to a new team. Russell Wilson is as clean uh, an NFL resume as you get. This guy goes to the playoffs just about every year, um, leads his team, uh, is a Walter Payton man of the year, uh, already, has, before he did his press conference for the Broncos, went to the Children's Hospital and did an appearance there. Russell Wilson is like the face of a franchise. If you were building a franchise from scratch, you'd say, hey, try to do your best to be like Russell Wilson. That's the pot of gold. That is the team that struck gold. I think the Broncos, if they had just traded for Russell Wilson and done nothing else, they would have already been the biggest winners of this week. Instead, they went and got a really good defensive tackle in DJ Jones, and they got Randy Gregory to pair with Bradley Chubb as having two pass rushers that might not sound as sexy as Bosa and Mack or even Chandler Jones and, of course, Max Crosby. But, gosh, you you put those two on a field, Randy Gregory and, and Bradley Chubb, and they stay healthy? Watch out left and right tackles across the league. Those guys are skilled pass rushers who have the numbers over their career. So, Broncos fans, I don't know if you're awake yet, and I don't know if uh, drinking is your vibe of choice or uh, your vice of choice for that matter. I know Broncos country is known for something else, um, but I would say enjoy St. Patrick's Day. Right. Russell Wilson. <laughs> Let's ride. Remember back in like first grade back in the day, you would change your name for the day to like Peter McShrager, you know, and it would be on your nameplate or anything. That was all kind oh, of Shaughnessy. Back in the day. But, um, oh, yeah, O'Shaughnessy, oh, that's the best. Seamus. 
Um, I, I, I'm not one of these Americans who gets up on you know, St. Patrick's Day and I take a I take a shower with Irish Spring and a pocket knife and you know I I have a Guinness and think I'm Bono. I, I, I'm not that. I actually have like a fair amount of uh, Irish ancestry, and we actually do have a couple of heirlooms in the house that have been passed down through the generations through the old country. And I went during the commercial break, and I found I digging through boxes, and I found it. I, I have actually have it right here. So uh, this is what I'm going to use right here. These are Lucky Charms from the General Mills. Uh, they uh, they're frosted, and there's a there's an Irishman right there with the with the red hair and the beautiful blue eyes. And I'm going to use the Lucky Charms to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers pot of gold, according to each charm. Here we go. The unicorn charm oh. would be Tom Brady, of course, who is back out of retirement. He's there's no one like him. Unicorn, probably some sort of way once removed from a goat. They're kind of similar there. So he's the unicorn. The heart charm would go to Ryan Jensen. That's what he plays with. That's what he brings to each and every snap. Often brings it after the snap. The shooting star charm would go to Russell Gage, because that's what he is. Anybody who made the 2021 list of Peter Schrager's ones to watch, and yes, Peter, I listen and remember, is going to be the shooting star charm. Nice. The horseshoe charm, which is my personal favorite, it turns to milk purple, goes to Chris Godwin, because he's certainly got some kind of luck, somebody looking out for him, coming off the injury, getting the extension. Godwin's the horseshoe. The rainbow will go to Shaq Mason. You see them over in the guard? Because he's coming over from New England, and now he will see all the beautiful colors that exist outside of that Foxborough bubble, just like Tom Brady before him. That's my list, guys. The lucky charms uh, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're magically delicious. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Bravo. Kyle, Ali Marpet. Thank you. Ali Marpet, are you still holding out hope? Okay, I don't, I don't guarantee things. I don't do that. But I will guarantee, it ain't hope. It's a promise that the newly retired Ali Marpet will come out of retirement and will play for the Tempe Buccaneers this year. <laughs> you can only play ukulele on a beach for so long. We love the Marpet family. We celebrated his mother's uh, rock and roll band, Housewives on Prozac. Uh, but Ali Marpet will come <laughs> yes. back and join the Tempe Buccaneers in the breakfast cereal. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. 
Join me and my husband, big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.